the college experience way too early week seven preview part two on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Yes, Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure you subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. Just head over to getroman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. From April 29th to May 4th, if you deposit on Underdog Fantasy, you'll have a chance at a million dollars in their best ball contest. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. We're back. Pick 17 NC Nick on the clock for the, for the 17th pick of the week seven draft. Where are you going? Patty C just took us to army, Wisconsin. You know, I picked 14 spots too early says Nick, but uh, where, 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 where are we going here? NC Nick? Well, I mean, I guess I got to take you guys back out West. I would assume that you guys that are currently in the great state of California would pick some of these West coast games here, but I guess you got to leave it up to the guy on the East coast, uh, Arizona state at Utah Pac 12 South is wide open and the Utes and the sun devils. I'm sure they want to stake their claim. I mean, we're talking mid October Salt Lake city might be starting to get a little cold for those boys from the desert. Altitude. Uh, yeah. Altitude also definitely. And uh, a little, little pack 12 after dark. This should be a great game here. A lot of fun. I actually think we probably, this needs to be like four or five spots ahead. You're probably right. Cause this could be, this really could be for the pack 12 championship. I mean, when you're talking about the actual quality of these teams, yeah, yeah. no doubt. No um, doubt. Uh, continue on. I want, I didn't want mean to interrupt you. I was just saying like, I think we probably misseeded this one. No, I was pretty much done. I totally agree. I mean, look, I mean, these two are, these are two really good teams that could win the division. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to throw out army, Wisconsin, uh, whatever Colby's game was okay. Not bad games, but I think this game just means more. uh, uh, You know what? I think you're right. I think it's better than Purdue, Iowa. I even think it's probably better than a few of the other ones we drafted. Um, this is a big time game and, and it's going to be very interesting. Two veteran quarterbacks now going toe to toe against one another. And uh, you know, Arizona state basically didn't have a season last year that perhaps the all time COVID team was, was this, was this team <laughs> I mean, they couldn't play games. They yeah. had, they had like 70. I mean, look, it's Tempe. Everyone's everyone's, you know, 
having sex with blondes and just yeah, catching you know. STDs. And <laughs> but uh, I do think that this sounds is sounds wonderful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sign me up for yeah, some of that. That's definitely one of the places I wish I could go. Uh, <laughs> fucking Lake Havasu any day of the week. But dude, Utah's great in Salt Lake City. I think Utah is going to find a way to win this game, but I, I do think this is a barn burner of a game. This is one that I, I will certainly be watching. Uh, Dude, I, look at Utah State's schedule. Utah State, or Utah's oh, schedule. Okay. No, Utah. Okay, yeah. They start with Weber State, who is like a, a national power yeah. in the uh, FCS. Then at BYU, at San Diego State, your non-conference it takes you to two back-to-back road games against conference championship level. Uh, Teams, if I guess BYU was in a conference, they would be. But um, yeah, then straight into. I mean, uh, here's another thing: Pac-12. When I really like analyze this conference, or just like really take a glance at the schedule, the the bottom part of the schedule. I mean, the bottom part of the conference is better than the bottom part of almost any other conference. They're so deep. I was actually making this case today to stacking the money green and and Kramer saying, you look at it and you're like, there's a. uh, there's Kansas at the big 12, which I think yeah. is going to get better with Leopold, but for the past, you know, just eight years or 10 years or whatever, they've been just such a doormat. Yeah. You got Vandy who's been a doormat since Franklin, right? Yep. You got Duke or Syracuse. Whoa, whoa. Hey, Duke's, Duke's yeah. made bowl games. That's true. They, they, they made bowl games with their eight conference games. So what they do is they, they <laughs> load up like on tongue, but Syracuse, another one, one game, one win last year. I mean, yeah. like I, I'd say everyone in the PAC 12 is better than that. I mean, maybe do you can make the case certain years. Duke's better than Arizona, but Arizona under rich rod was good. Yeah. They went to a yeah. new year six game. I would say if you took the conferences, everyone always wants to start top down, right? If you started bottom down, you could probably go eight teams in and they would be the number one conference in America. Yeah. I think you could maybe make just because w- there's so much shit at the bottom of a lot of other conferences. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Arizona state, Utah pick 17. All right. Pick 18 myself back on the clock. Um, I was going to pick this one prior BYU travels to Patty C's Baylor bears, <laughs> right? Uh, this is an interesting one here because BYU. Yes. They lose Zach Wilson. They lost a, 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 a lot of key players. But I, I'm one of the guys that even before last last year's magical BYU run, I thought Kalani Sataki was doing a good job. Right? They schedule super aggressively, so I don't ever expect them to have undefeated seasons, despite them being a really good team. Um, and you could tell they scheduled aggressively because they're like the only team that scheduled a game on the fly on a fucking Wednesday, or you know, or something like that. Yeah. Um, they don't care. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. They're just, uh, which I just love about What's, them. Uh, uh, our homies headband. Anyone, anytime, any place. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, they live, they live by it. But Kalani Sataki is, a, I mean, this, this BYU team, whether it was Mendenhall, whether it was Sataki, uh, they will win some of these big time games on the road. Sometimes I think it was Mississippi state. They beat under Mullen. Um, I think it was, I mean, they, I think not that, I mean, I think it was probably a, a little while ago, but they did beat, uh, I believe freezes they got Texas squad. on the road, right? They got Texas before they've gotten Cal. I mean, they've gotten some, so they truly don't give a fuck, I don't care. but, <laughs> but, uh, now they travel to Waco and we, we touched on Baylor last week. They lose a lot of close games. I think Dave Aranda probably a better coach than that representation last year. Um, what do you think of this guy's, uh, what do you think of this guys? What do you think of this game? How do you see? Uh, 
Wait, BYU at Baylor. BYU at Baylor again. Yeah, Baylor, a team that I guess I'm kind of constantly harping on their recent history. We don't know that they're going to rebound. So I guess you know, looking at this from you know the preseason standpoint, you have to consider BYU the favorite here. But but wait. I don't know. They lost a shit ton, man. They lost a ton of O linemen. They lost Dax Milne. They lost uh, the Zach Wilson. Two in the draft. Yeah. 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 Uh, look, McLean stadium, isn't like murderers or like whatever the, uh, death Valley or anything, but I think it could be a tough place to play. This is going to be a, a competitive game. I'll say that much. I'll say that. Nick, I, I don't know who's going to win this game. Nick, what do you think of uh BYU at Baylor? Yeah. Well, first off, this is week seven. So we're kind of in the middle of conference play. So it's nice to get two schools that don't play each other every year. They don't play that often. Actually, they've only played twice, and that was a home and home in 1983 and 1984. Mm-hmm. And they split those games. So here's the rubber match 37 years later. <laughs> hey, you know, 1983 but, 84, I think uh, Jim McMahon or Steve Young, and I think our, our, our guy Mike Leach was a GA there then. And it was probably some interesting games here. Uh, no, but yeah, all jokes aside, it's two programs with a lot of question marks coming into the year. And the infamiliarity with each other, it makes it interesting. I think it's a pretty exciting game here. I'm interested to see what BYU can do with the new quarterback uh, and what Baylor can do with the new head coach. Cause last year with COVID didn't really count. So I like it. I had it you know, ranked right in the same region here. Yeah. It's yeah. got high end potential. Let me ask you this. Where does the more fucked up shit happen? Waco or Provo? <laughs> Uh well talk about kooky <laughs> places. Uh no offense. Other to than the branch of Vivians, has other has any other weird shit happened in Waco? I feel like some uh, uh well I mean weird the, shit the, happened recently. The the basketball team coach basically had a, tried to cover up a murder and Good and point. and uh, they okay. also had they also had some rape stuff and Ken yeah. Starr was their president for Christ's sake. <laughs> All right, look, they, touché, touché. Yeah. they yeah. had uh 50 55 rapes on the football team in like a four year period. And uh, what's it called? Like t- multiple, multiple gang rapes. Apparently <laughs> was like, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to find the drop and I'm fucking losing this man. I got to pack up your rape culture and take a hike somewhere on this thing. And I can't find it Never right now. Applied more to a place that said they're cleaning it up. You Hold know, on. It's got Here we through. go. Here we go. Hey, what's up babes. Pack up your rape culture and take a hike. <laughs> Uh, uh, we're just shitting on these fan bases. We love you. We're just having fun with you guys. Yeah, you gotta have. It's fun. It's gonna be a damn good game. You gotta have fun. All right, pick nineteen. We're heading over to Patty C. Is, is there another triple option team out there, Nick? Is there Georgia Southern? Who's Georgia Southern playing? They're playing South Alabama on a Thursday. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for Patty C, but there is another triple option team that plays on a weekday. Patty C might just take them here. <laughs> uh I think I am going to. Uh, Skip the triple option football, and I'm going to stay out west at Nick's request here. Ooh! And I am going to take you to uh, a favorite conference of mine. That is the Mountain West. Not really a favorite conference, but a, a conference that is growing on me by yeah. the year. Uh, San Diego State at San Jose State. This is a great game. It is a nice great game. game. Yep. And I guess you would have to say that San Jose State and Fresno State are probably more of the rivals since they're both in that north slash central California area. Um, but 
anytime you have two California schools going at it, especially two that are as good as these two schools in the same conference, you have the makings for a rivalry game. And, and Brady Hoke, you know, you can say what you want about their. I think they went four and four last year. Lost some close five ones. and four, five and four. They also scheduled a, a game against Colorado on like a Wednesday. So they, they lost that game, but that was one. I, once again, throw out last year, Brady Hoke um, was the coordinator with Rocky long, Rocky long left. He retired, then went to New Mexico, but Brady Hoke's recruiting at a really high level right now. And he's also bringing in a lot of uh, transfers to San Diego state. So keep an eye on, on the talent level in San Diego there, but then you have San Jose state with Brent Brennan, who uh, I'm surprised he's still there because I thought Arizona was going to hire him. I think he's a great coach. They bring back Nick Starkle year 75 at, uh, at in college football, being a quarterback. This is a money game. I, I this is one I got a feeling probably going to be on late night uh, at the house. going to be watching this one. Uh, Nick, your thoughts on, on San Diego state, San Jose state. Yeah. Look, talent level, smallant level. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I mean, last year, San Jose state won. 28-17 with Nick Starkle being knocked out of the game. I think Ooh. on like the first yeah. or second drive. I think the first drive. I think the first drive he got knocked out. Right. I remember watching that game and uh I'm just not sure about Brady Hoke. You know, I guess give him a pass last year with everything that was going on, but this is a big game here cuz I think the balance of power for the Mountain West California schools may be shifting north to San Jose because they're playing really good football here. And it wouldn't surprise me if they beat the Aztecs again and physical football, man. That's what stood out about the the Spartans last year. They, pr- they basically went undefeated. They played that bowl game, but they didn't have like 40 fucking players. I mean, right. Brent Brennan, uh, four seasons at San Jose state, uh, two and 11, one and 11, they five were the worst seven. program he yeah. walked into yeah. two straight years. They were the worst program in football. I want to say and, and in his first two years, he has turned them around uh, now seven and one, like you said, potentially almost eight. No last year. And I think that five and seven season includes a win in Fayetteville, Arkansas against your mighty sec, Patty C. Boom. Nice. Meanwhile, uh, throwing the COVID book out for last year, San Jose state has four, 10 win seasons in the last five years. This is an established the San program, Diego state or San, yeah. San Diego state. Yeah. So if the, if it is a changing of the guards, we will see it. It will be very easy to see this tide turn Dang. with this game. That tide. Uh, we, 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 that's true. It's easy to see a tide turn. All right. Pick 20 uh, NC Nick. You're on the clock. All right. Let me take it back to sec country. Ole miss, Tennessee lane. Kiffin returns to Knoxville. Uh, I'll say it again, regardless of what you think of the lane train, he does make things interesting. And that's why I'm picking the game here. I forgot about the angle of him coming back to Knoxville. Me too. Dude, they haven't played these two, these two schools haven't played since 2014 in that game. Laquan Treadwell and Evan Ingram caught touchdowns for the rebels. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Little little fun little, you know, side. Laquan Treadwell is one that I thought was going to be a lot better in the NFL. Well, same here. Fucked up his ankle. So I don't know if he ever recovered, but yeah, he was an amazing piece. Yeah. But uh, I, I love this angle. Now I actually probably would have picked this game higher. I forgot about the, uh, the lane, the lane coming back to Knoxville. Is this his first game? Well, I mean, he was at Bama. He was at Bama's OC as the OC, but as head coach, it is interesting. I mean, there, there's a chance Ole Miss rolls, but you never know. It's an sec contest on the road. No, they have the worst defense. You're telling me Josh Heupel is not going to be able to score on this defense. This is going to be a fucking shootout, man. 
Um, I like, I like the play here. Cause I had this much, I had a, like four or five spots back. I, I actually agree. think this, this is better play. than what I was realizing. Um, Patty C any other comments on old miss Tennessee? Uh, well, you know, Lebby came from where UCF UCF. So where, now you have hype. That's true. There's that angle too. So maybe he's got some, yeah. they have familiarity with each other's system. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to dig. Yeah. For no, 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 I'd say that's it. That's it. And uh, hopefully they'll be handing out bags of cash at that McDonald's. Right? <laughs> Almost a guarantee. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, pick 21 myself. Uh, dare I, dare I go to the AC? No, I'm not going to go to the ACC. I am going to go to guys. I'm going to, I'm going to play a triple option game here. Air Force at Boise State in wow. the Mountain West, guys. I know. Look, I almost went Kentucky, Georgia. Right. Well, it's a fun game. But Air Force, if you look back, I want to say, yeah, you got to throw it like I think the past two years. But over the past decade or 15 years, they've been the team that give Boise State the biggest fit. I I, I got you covered, Colby. They won yeah. in 14, 15, and 16. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Wow. This triple option always fucks with Boise State. And guys, uh, Boise State plays BYU the week before in Provo. So this is a dangerous spot. I look. I even think you throw out the Smurf turf when you're that's another thing that I think the triple option kind of does is it kind of neutralizes the crowd. I think when you go to it bores, it, it makes them bored. They're watching all these runs. They kind of fall asleep. Yeah. And, and I just think this is an underrated game every year. I kind of go, I, I make it a point of watching this game almost every year. Yeah, that's true. I mean that it is the ultimate uh, crowd neutralizer because you're controlling the clock. You're getting three yeah. yards in a cloud of dust. I'm all telling the way down you the- just well, watching that Michigan army game and that, that Oklahoma army game. It was like, these are hostile places, but they get really quiet because they're just like another, another fullback dive. Yeah. Another fullback. They dive. just held the ball you know for 12 I mean? minutes. We can't get excited. <laughs> so uh, Nick, your thoughts, air force Boise. I, I mean, yeah, I had it down a little bit lower on the list, but they did win those three games in a row from 14 to 16 since then Boise's kind of held serve, but a couple of those games were close. So kind of similar to army Wisconsin as, as long as air force can like, you know, weather that, that initial storm and keep the game close, yeah. then the more pressure gets put on Boise and the more effective that triple option is. So we could have a ball game here. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's great. I want this pilot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Pick 22. Uh, it is now back to Patty C he's scrambling. He's grabbing papers. He's, <laughs> he's circling things. Well, I got one <laughs> that I want to say, but I'm going to save it for later. But look, uh, I see one in the AAC with your boy. I see one out there in the ACC that uh, a couple underrated coaches. I think good uh, pack 12 matchup out there too. Yeah. That's there, what I yes, was looking at. Yes. I mean, there's a, a few there. Um, there's, there's a, another mountain West game that I think is intriguing. There's a big 10 matchup with your boys, Patty C where are you going here, pal? Well, fuck you guys and fuck it. We're going way down the list. And this is a Patty C personal pick here. Uh Oh, and we are taking you <laughs> to, you know, how college I'm game nervous. day, you know I'm how nervous. college game day likes to go to one FC at spot. Most years <laughs> where, when they've gone to JMU twice, who have they been playing? It's been the Richmond Spiders. It's been the Richmond Spiders both times. This time, it's in Richmond oh. and JMU. Oldest rivalry in the South. Oldest rivalry. I did not oh, know. No, that. no, no, never no. Never mind. That's I William think and that's Mary William Richmond. And Mary Richmond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we learned something new this year in a group of five football or uh, FCS, FCS football. football. Yeah. FCS was so fun this year, but 
either way, JMU Cole Johnson coming back. Uh, you know, with the way that Sam Houston State, you know, L- Luck City as uh, as we're calling them now. Uh, Nick, and, don't say, don't tell Nick that he thinks they, they you know. Well, hey. Schmidt is a fucking beast. Let's he talk is. about that guy. Is that guy a uh, legit pro prospect? He's got to be. He's going to be. He's way undersized. He's still going to be like. I mean, come on, dude. I love him. He's tough as nails. There's a lot him, of quarterbacks dude, that fast. are undersized that make the league in like a second, third string. He's got to bulk up, but he is yeah. fast and he's he's got some polish too. Yeah, um, he's good, man. He's pretty he's good. good. Hey, how about this? I mean, time out on this for a second. I want you to talk about Jamie Richmond. Yeah, but FCS, I, I, this transfer portal rule now. I'm so curious if how it's going to affect if, them. Like, dude, I'm a Colorado fan. I'm an East Carolina fan. No, we're okay at quarterback for ECU. Colorado started a safety at quarterback last year. How are you not watching that uh, FCS national championship? Say, maybe we better fucking call Eric Schmidt and just just see what he's doing. You yeah. know, or I know that might be illegal, but there's some type of way of doing this. You know, someone runs into him at the McDonald's. Yeah. You know what I mean? So something. Come so, on, they're doing yeah. everything else illegal under the sun. Uh, <laughs> go get that guy. So, I mean, I hate to say it because. Especially without the penalty for you know switching schools, that was kind of the bread and butter for JMU, and that's probably actually why they didn't take the Sun Belt invite when they got it. It's because they're like, "Fuck it, we're getting all these transfers from Georgia Tech all over the place, whatever." Yeah, uh, and you know, staying in the national title picture at the FCS level, why you know go down and be kind of scrubs in the uh, FBS? Well, I mean, the the, uh, the counterside of that argument is App State and Coastal Carolina and Georgia Southern have not been scrubs, my friend. They went, they were FCS teams that came up. Now, uh, I do think there's been a, a few that jumped up. UMass has had their struggles. <laughs> Jumping up. What do you think? Uh, do you think uh, Marshall would have preferred to have stayed FCS, or do you think it's been a good? No, uh, they're happy where they're at. Yeah. They go to a bowl game every yeah, year. We could yeah. we could do what Marshall does yeah. easy. I think yeah. it was a mistake for us not to go up. But but didn't Richmond beat you guys in a couple big games? They beat us when College Game Day came. Maybe both times. So, so maybe you know if LSU and Florida shit the bed, like Nick said, there's not a ton of number two <laughs> games on this schedule. You know, and JMU uh, Lee Fitting was the long time. Uh, I guess college game day president or whatever the role is. Uh, and he's a JMU alum. So yeah. he could be encouraging them to get to this game and look, Hey, I like it. JMU has to be so mad that they choked against the national championship. They were the better champion team. in this. They, they should they be national the champions right now. Right. Whatever. This is just my chance to talk about JMU and throw my dick in the air and <laughs> actually bury my dick in the dirt after that choke. So, well, well, look, you got, you got, uh, JMU Richmond. And look, we play an FCS game or two every week. So I think this is a really good game. Um, so that, that counts there. Uh, all right, guys, I want to tell you guys that the college experience way too early week seven previews brought to you by underdog fantasy. If you haven't played underdog fantasy, you have to check it out. Their, 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 their fantasy best ball tournaments are some of the best around, including their best ball mania two tournament where you can, you can win a million fucking dollars. I mean, come on a million dollars. Plus you can play a number of games involving parlaying player props for MLB, the NBA, and more. They also have a special NBA playoff best ball tournament coming as well. Go to underdogfantasy.com, use that promo code SGPN, and don't forget to enter the Best Ball Mania 2 tournament for your chance to win a million dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, NC Nick is on the clock. Pick 23, guys. Let's rattle through this shit. All right. There's still good games out there though. So let's There we, is. Yeah. And there's a couple couple of tough ones here, but like I'm a I, I'm a homer. I just watched the Carolina Hurricanes go up two nothing 
in the uh, NHL playoff first round playoffs. And I'm sipping here. So I'm sipping on some Raleigh spiced rum from the Raleigh rum company. Let me take it. Duke UVA. We talked about my blue devils here. Uh, you know, it pains me to say it that UVA has actually had, they've had Duke's number of late. They've won six in a row. Ooh. So apparently coach has had a tough time against Mr. Mendenhall. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see what happens this year. I, you know, I expect Duke to be a little bit better this year. They may give UVA a run for the money. I am a big Brennan Armstrong fan. If I haven't <laughs> mentioned it, this pod yet, but uh, yeah, Duke UVA, man. Uh, look, this game is one of those games that you circle every year and you say, Hey, <laughs> I have zero interest in watching this, <laughs> but, but then comes that Saturday. Right. And a lot of times the, for some reason uh, it's networks competing. I don't know what the fuck it is, but you'll get stuck with just an awful noon Eastern slate. Right. And then it's you're just high noon all over it. Yeah. Well then you're just scrambling for a good game. Right. You're like, okay, Ohio state Rutgers. I mean, I know they're not playing this week, but I'm saying there's normally a few blowouts and, and sometimes you get stuck with a time slot where there's no game. So then you, you do find one of these games like Duke, Virginia or Boston college, you know, Virginia, where you, you're like, okay, this is going to be shit, but it's going to be competitive shit. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and look, we've seen the coastal seven different champions over the past seven, seven years. years. <laughs> so uh, I, I, call, I made the case on a show with Patty C that Duke might be flying under the radar because their schedule is kind of nice. So Hey, call me crazy. This is this. I, I, I think it's, there we go. I, I mean, there's some other ones I would have took over it, but Hey, <laughs> uh, Duke at Virginia. All right. Snooze fest. I mean, look how smart Duke's schedule is Northwestern. I don't know if Kansas is a, a, a an academic uh, powerhouse. Well, uh, Les miles was their coach, buddy. I, yeah. Touche. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably <But> not <laughs> North Carolina, Georgia tech, which is like, you have to, Past calculus Great to even ass. get into. Sorry, sorry. I was going to my less miles drop. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and UVA. Back. To, I think that's Duke's scheduling model. They play it like, hey, we're 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 playing similar schools that are like smart. We're, we're helping our academic prestige and and by playing these games and developing these rivalries. No, they're just getting the easiest teams they can. And uh, fuck yeah. it, Duke. Duke. You're right. Not a really hard game on this entire schedule. I'm saying it breaks for them. They can just get some, some, I mean, Cutcliffe got away with quarterbacks. You never know. Uh, but I also think Virginia, we made the case for Virginia as the coastal's fucking wide open. All right. Yes. I know North Carolina is the preseason favorite or Miami, but I, I refuse to believe for sure that they are, you know what I mean? Week in, week out in the coastal. We've seen it for seven years. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change horses midstream here. Patty C. Um, okay. That goes to me. Pick 24. I'm going to take you to one. I was going to play earlier, Kentucky at Georgia. Look, I know we think, Hey, just Georgia's going to roll with this, but we made the case before Kentucky is a weird team. They're a weird team because they can't throw the ball, but they brought in a Penn state transfer at QB. Maybe they can throw the ball here and we know Georgia's it's Georgia. They're, they're I think we're going to have them in the college football playoffs probably. But every year that we think that they drop a game in overtime to South Carolina on their third string quarterback who couldn't throw a fucking pass, <laughs> right? So things happen. They they always kind of they're kind of like Virginia Tech in a way where you, they get there and they blow it. Or, you know they look at the roster and you're like this team's going to play for a national championship. 
look, I think Georgia's probably going to win this game, but I also think Kentucky's <laughs> better better than their record. All right, <laughs> and I think this could be sneaky. We saw Mississippi State give Georgia a, a a test in Athens late last year. They almost won that game. Why couldn't Kentucky? Why couldn't this be tied twenty four twenty four with five minutes left? Well, let me step in. Maybe because Kentucky hasn't scored a touchdown on Georgia in, in like three years. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> I mean, like last year, Georgia won fourteen three. The year but hey, before that, they won. I mean, twenty one nothing. Stoops defense is doing the job though. Jeez. <laughs> they couldn't throw the pass. And then like 42-13. I mean, this game's a snooze fest, man. I, I don't blame you for having here. I had it in the same range, but. As respectable as the Kentucky football program has become, it's apparent that they just can't hang with Georgia. Well, they haven't been able to throw the pass. This <laughs> this might change it. All right. Oh, they they host uh, Florida and LSU the weeks before going to oh. Georgia. Florida, oh. LSU, and Georgia. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on this one. Has Alabama <laughs> ever faced Florida, yeah. LSU, and Georgia that, in three? That's such bullshit, dude. That's why yeah. it's all it's all messed up. That's why you need a large playoff because they never do that to any big time schools. Yeah. You never see the big time schools, the blue bloods playing three games, like three that. teams that yeah. have been in the national championship and, in the last decade. And they say the regular season's fair Win your games. Yeah. Fuck you. All right. Anyone, <laughs> anyone runs that stretch. They're losing a fucking game. Yeah. I don't can know we, if Florida has been in. Can we score a touchdown this year? I mean, come on. <laughs> That's can why I played the in zone? there. They're going to do This is the year they score a touchdown. They're averaging 0.5 <laughs> points per quarter over the last, uh, what? No, less than that. Eight quarters, three points. Jeez. I'm the uh, mathematician. Um, pick 25 Patty C on the clock. Let me say this about this game. Georgia coming off a road trip to Auburn uh, could be a factor, but doubtful um, Georgia kind of reminds they got to stop shit in the bed, but it reminds me of a team in Clemson that shit, the bed, shit, the bed, shit, the bed, shit, the bed. Right. And then finally stopped. This right? is the year you're saying, is this the year they stop and Georgia becomes a national championship? This might be the year. Might, might be, be the, the year. year. Might be the year. I think I saw a plus plus 500 plus 600 for I, Georgia to win. I it like all. it. That, there's some decent value there. Patty. C. I, thought about, I thought about placing the future. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I think there's a, that's a good Man, angle. Get some money where this is a sports gambling podcast network. Yes. Get some fucking money. Uh, pick 25 Patty. See you're on the clock. All right. We are going to Eastern Washington. Uh, <laughs> it's going to FCS games. No, no, oh, no, oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> the area of oh, the okay. state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to Pullman, Washington. Pullman, Washington. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, which is right next to the border of Washington. What? Uh, Montana. Mosk- yeah. No, Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. Idaho. That's right. Um, and the Stanford Cardinal have to go up there in what amounts to yet another. You know, the Pac-12 North is like the ACC Coastal, just way better. You know, every team's got a chance. And yeah. uh, at this point in the season, we might see Pullman start to get a little cold. Might make those folks in Palo Alto a little I, I, uncomfortable. No, no, I think it'll be cold by by now, probably in Pullman. Yeah, mid October. That thing's in like a desert, man. It gets cold. Yeah, it's it cold. Could be a factor. Rolovich did a great job. Year one was that? Was it year one last year? Year one. I mean, they they here's the thing is they had a bad record, but they passed the eye test to me. Yeah, especially considering the no spring ball. No, you know, didn't first they give Oregon a, a yeah? Really they good almost run? beat Oregon. Uh, if you look at the box score, you're gonna see Oregon wins by like. 11 or 12 or something, but uh, that game was closer than, than that was a really close game to the final couple minutes. Yeah. And we're going to see uh, Stanford 
presumably be still maybe working out the kinks with a quarterback halfway through. Stanford had a better year last year than people realize. I think they, they, they might be all right this year, man. I think, well, I will say guys that this is the second of back-to-back road trips for Stanford. And and the first one's at Arizona state. Mm. That's tough. That's tough travel, man. That is south to Arizona state north to Pullman. (laughs) Yeah. The hot (laughs) desert and the cold desert. Yeah. Back to that. That is tough, man. Uh, yeah, dude, this, I, dude, I'm hearing sirens in the background. Yeah, that, that that's me. I don't know. I think someone outside the studio probably did a bong hit and, and a and a shot of whiskey it, and passed out. Oh, is that is that Ryan? Real money? That's me, real money, Kramer. <laughs> probably probably too many milligrams. Um, yeah, I like this game. I actually went to this game the last time they played this in Pullman with Coach Leach. Uh, that was when he invited us. That was a great game, great experience. This was, I mean, seriously, it went down to the final drive. So uh, I I think this is a, a really good game. This is probably better than Kentucky, Georgia, and, and definitely better than Duke, Virginia. So uh, <laughs> I had this one higher. Yeah, it is better than that. All right, uh, it's on me. I'm gonna take you. Uh, look, you're gonna make me take you to Evanston, Illinois here. <laughs> All right, Rutgers. Patty sees Rutgers Scarlet Knights at Northwestern. Nick said it earlier in the pod. All right. You said it earlier in the pod. No one, no one loses to Northwestern yes. by more than seven. Yes. <laughs> and by the way, I, f- I just realized I jumped you, Nick, my bad. So ah, I, ju- I jumped you on my pick. Um, so, but you weren't going to play this one anyway. I know you. All right. I had it in there, but I had one above it. So do you want me to go ahead or you? Yeah, you go, you go ahead. Then I'll talk this game. All right. Well, I was going to take you to the uh, Thursday night Navy Memphis matchup. Solid. Yeah. This has been, I mean, like this has been a ball game over the years. Go, go. Yeah. I mean, last year was (laughs) Memphis won 10 to seven and possibly the boringest game of the whole year. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love a score like that. Last year was crazy. Like it's Thursday night. It'll be prime time. It'll be showcased. It's a good matchup. Usually these games are tight here. So Navy Memphis, we should have met up. Uh, we, we probably should have mentioned a couple of games before. This is going to be a good tight game here. I actually have loved this matchup. Like over the past six or seven years, this has been a really good game. So I, I've, I've enjoyed these matchups, uh, kind of a contrast in style. Memphis has had great skill position players and Navy's got that triple option. So uh, I, I think it's played in the correct spot. I like it. Patty C Navy Memphis. Uh, well, we're going to find out if Colby's take on Ryan Silverfield is correct here. Nia Matalolo, I believe if I'm not mistaken, I got to pull it up. I think he recovered from a terrible start over the course of last year. And, uh, well, he didn't finish super strong five straight <laughs> losses. Um, so almost the exact opposite <laughs> had a decent start at no, three and but, two. but Navy will be, you know, they, 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 after one bad year, they'll have a good year. They don't just that's true. Nia Matola is a, a, the real deal. He's a good coach. Yeah. Triple option football is built for at least above mediocrity most years. <laughs> yes. So, okay. Uh, so then with pick 27 though, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on you. No, no, there's, okay. I don't have much to say. About um, uh, pick 27. I'm taking Rutgers Northwestern. I think this game could be sneaky. Good. You know, Northwestern two of the last three years in the big 10, they've pl- represented the big 10 West in the, in the big 10 championship. And I think Rutgers is a team. We saw it last year instantly with Shiano. They, the week one, they beat Michigan state by double digits. Yeah. Right. And we saw them almost take down Jim Harbaugh in Michigan triple uh, overtime loss. Uh, I think this team's going to be a lot better. And I think Shiano is going to test Fitz, Fitz, uh, Fitzgerald here. I think this is going to be, give me a, uh, give me a Northwestern 24 Rutgers 21. And this is one that 
look, it's not sexy, <laughs> but it's going to be a good fun watch. <laughs> I agree. Talk about inspiration for Rutgers. Seeing Northwestern compete, and you said three of the last four uh, Pac or Big Ten championship games. Uh, no, two of the two last, of the last three. three. Yeah. Even still, when you think about where Northwestern was even a decade ago, yeah, that's incredible. Dude, Fitzgerald's had. I was looking at it today because they the, they released some coach rankings, and I, they have Ryan Day ahead of Fitzgerald. And look, I, I have nothing against Ryan Day, but Fitzgerald has been. The, he's had three ten win seasons in the past eight years at at Northwestern. Yeah. You give Pat Fitzgerald Ohio State's roster. Yeah, they're winning the Big Ten. Come on, ninety percent of the time. Uh, But Rutgers at Northwestern, my play. I think it's Nick. What do you think of this game? Yeah, I mean it's going to be a close game. I had it in the same range too. I think uh, we've discussed the Rutgers possible reemergence under Shiano, and that has me interested week to week. And Northwestern did win the Big Ten West last year, so uh, yeah, I think you have this ranked properly. It should be a close game. Might be a bit boring, especially in the first half. <laughs> Tune in second half. <laughs> All right, uh, final three picks of the draft. Patty C, it is on you. Uh, that you, you, this is the last or twenty-eight pick twenty-eight. Uh, I mean, there's just shit on this uh, schedule at this point. There's a lot of fun out there. There's uh, some fun out there. <laughs> I'm not seeing it, but um, let's see. I mean, there's one that touches our hearts as a as a podcast. Um, but I will, I've already done my FCS pick, so I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah. Clemson at Syracuse could have some fun. There was once a uh, upset that happened there. I don't consider that one. That's fun. not a good one. Um, <laughs> well, hey, Clemson did lose at Syracuse a few years that's ago. That's true. The dome saves them. I was actually making the case today because they're everyone's like Colby's anti dome. And I am football should not be played in a dome, but I also think one team, one team in all the NFL and one team in all of college football should, should be, be allowed to play in a dome. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, it creates, yep. it creates like a, a cool identity for that team just yeah. for the contrast. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. exactly. Um, uh, look, I am going to go with, I mean, fancy state was cause going to be a decent that, that's game. A, that's what you got to play, right? No, I'm no. going to the mountain West. I'm going Hawaii at Nevada. That's fun. There you go. There that's you go. fun. And, and just to, to spice things up for you, Patty C. Uh, you know, how mommy's son, Matt mommy, the OC of Nevada, uh, guess who is on his staff. I think he's like co-OC or, or uh, Timmy Chang oh. So going up against his boys in, uh, from the Island. So uh, Hawaii yet Nevada. I know Nick, Nick, you're bullish on your wolf pack. Carson, strong. Carson strong. You know, they have a kind of a tricky schedule for a, a tricky. Group. It's fucking difficult as shit. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's not like tricky. okay, well, <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, three of their first four games are road trips to Cal, Kansas state and Boise. (laughs) (laughs) That that ain't tricky. That's just insane. Hey, now look, I'm going to make a prediction. They're going to bite someone. One of those three, they're beating one of those three. So, so their record coming into this game might not be that flashy, but I still think they're a really good team. I still, I still think they are dark horse to win the mountain West. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. This is Patty's game. Patty, what do you think? Well, you got a first round quarterback. That's fun. And uh, Ty Graham, like we said, did a better job than we expected. Um, and in year number, was it one for him? Yeah. Year number one. He did one? a great job considering. Yeah. Yeah. He did pretty decent there. Uh, Hawaii has to be happy to go on the road and get out of the uh, little league stadium that they're going to be playing in this year. <laughs> I actually am kind of digging that too. <laughs> But they, yeah, it's kind of fun. I want to, I want to watch some Hawaii home games, um, but that's it. I mean, it's just, it could be a good football game. And if Nevada 
you know, the, the, the hard part of their schedule is that it's at a conference is so tough, but they, they're like Nick said, they're competitors and they have a first round quarterback. So maybe Nevada is a, pa- or a mountain West contender. Yeah, no, I think they are. I will say yeah. Hawaii won last year, 24, 21 on the Island. That was a great, that was a great game. I think I watched that one. There it is. Um, yeah, this should be a fun one, man. So uh, I right. just love Hawaii football. Yeah. Rest in peace, Colt Brennan. Yeah, that's true. One man. of the Rest swaggiest players of all time. Remember when he did the Island design in his dyed Dude, hair? He was fucking tight. <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's part of me that like wanted to hate on him for some reason. Maybe I'm just a <laughs> hater, but when I look at it, he was really fucking swaggy. <laughs> that dude, that dude, new style. Uh, he was the Bosworth of quarterbacks, man. He was. Uh, <laughs> all right, pick twenty nine, Nick's last pick of the draft. Where are you going? All right, all right, man. Well, uh, you know, I've been dubbed the uh, Ohio Bobcat fan of the podcast, so let me take you to the Mac, Ohio at Buffalo, probably the two best schools in the Mac East, and with Lance Leopold leaving Buffalo. The race is wide open. So Ohio, here's your chance. So the last time baby. these schools played was 2019. Ohio won in Buffalo 21, 20. They might just do it again. I love it. Look, you don't got to sell me on Frank Solich and just, Hey, look, if, if Patty C and, and Nick is right about, you know, frost being fired. I know Frank Solich is a young 76 years old. Does Nebraska turn back the clock? Cause they fired this guy for, for, for going 10 and three, <laughs> <laughs> not good enough. They fired this guy on a 10 and three season. I believe. I mean, that's uh Solich doing a great job at Miami or not Miami, Ohio, Ohio, the Bobcats. Uh, they, they, I feel like they make a bowl game, uh, you know, every year. Um, it would a- be hilarious if Ohio just got a pipeline of a fired Nebraska coach just coming through there. <laughs> Uh, I mean, well, there's that angle too. They could, they hire frost. That's great. I like that. No, I thought that's where I thought that's where you were going. I was saying, do they rehire Solich because he's 76. But if you look, I'm sorry, they fired him when he was nine and three, he went nine and three and he got fired. He went nine and three. Look at his, this is what he did at Nebraska taking over for a a legend in Tom Osborne, his first year, nine and four, his second year, 12 and one played for the national championship, his third year, 10 and two. His fourth year, eleven and two. Jeez, right? How it, do you fire that guy? <laughs> his fifth year. Now his fifth year, he had seven and seven, right? And and his six seven and seven. Yeah, they played fourteen games. They must have played Hawaii, I think. Um, yeah. And then two thousand three, his final season, nine and three. He went fifty eight uh, and nineteen, and he got fired. Nebraska would kill for that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but no, I like it. I like the play here. I like the play. Uh, Patty C, Ohio Buffalo. I know Pat h- hates the Mac, so uh, it's just it's whatever. I don't hate the Mac. There's just not a a team that has ever won anything in the Mac. Um, so what, you, what, what are they supposed to win? Uh, what, what's the ceiling? What's the ceiling? The uh, Mac championship. New Year's six win. Have, have they uh, accomplished that? I mean, Western Michigan was pretty fucking close. Western Michigan, who they yeah. play? Wisconsin. Yeah, they, it's they, like they, a they did seven point close. game. Yeah. Uh, Northern Illinois guy. Northern Illinois got destroyed by Florida State, but whatever. You know, you have to bang on the door a few times before it happens. We're gonna see Mo Lingus get a chance to prove himself against the best in the Mac. Uh, halfway through his first season here. He comes in, he comes into a good situation though. The team's a veteran team. That's right. And he gets JMU offensive coordinator, Shane Montgomery mm. to step in. Mm. That is a good luck charm for the Buffalo bulls. Now that's one you can, I made the case on our episode with, with, with NC Nick that they could be a sleeper 
as a team that could eventually find themselves in the AAC, their basketball program's good. They're in a, a much bigger city than a lot of other teams that we've made the case for. That's right. Don't sleep on the Buffalo bulls. That is the AAC's uh, model. They're essentially the Metro athletic conference. There's always the, been that conference and that is the American right now. So Buffalo are a natural fit. There you go. Or even conference USA, but okay. Pick 30 last pick. Look, I know Nick wants me to play NC state, Boston college. All right. Which is actually that probably should have got played. That's actually two two up and coming coaches there. I mean, I know Doran's done Who his is thing. It? NC State Boston College, but I'm not playing that. It's just boring because teams. you can't leave my <laughs> you can't leave my buffs there. Arizona, Chuck Cecil now part of the coaching staff with Arizona, traveling to Boulder, Colorado. Carl Durrell. Look, I know oh you guys God. don't like this game. I know nope. you don't I like, like Colorado, this game. but Arizona, <laughs> they're going to be better than what is expected. Keep an eye out on the wildcats and uh, look, Colorado's got a chance to compete in the pac 12 South. This could be a big, big game for them. Nick, your thoughts on Arizona, Colorado. Uh, I mean, what do you want me to say? I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> this will be on pac 12 network. Be hard. To, you know why? You, you know why you're not going to watch it? Because you're not going to be able to find it. That's true. <laughs> and I'll and I'll be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Patty C. Arizona, Colorado. Only to see Colorado uh, and see how they're doing. I, I mean, just if there's nothing else on, and somehow I stumble upon this game, I'll watch because I do enjoy Colorado. Jed Fish. I'm not, I'm not particularly confident in his first year, even though I like what he's done with the coaching hires. I could not care less about this game. We are pretty low on the list, so mm. I guess it's time for us to transition into the next section. Yeah. Yeah. But first I want to tell you guys, the college experience is brought to you by odds jam. If you're a sharp better, you need to sign up with odds jam. Odds jam does your line shopping for you. All right. It's uh, finding the best prices. It's it's, you know, on all the bets, including player props, odds jam even provides, you know, uh, opportunities where you can, you can bet on both sides uh, of a line and at different shops to guarantee that you make some profit. Odds Jam also tailors itself to to whatever betting market you're currently in. Dominate the marketplace with Odds Jam. Sign up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Odds Jam and use the promo code SGP for 5% off. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Odds Jam. Promo code SGP for 5% off. Here we, we are. We missed a game. What's that? Alabama State at Jackson State. I put that on there, man. That's yeah, that kinda, is on there. That's the game. That's, that's Alabama State's the uh, the team that put up Primetime's picture on the uh, yeah. scoreboard yeah. after the loss. And, yeah, uh, with him all blinged out. I love it. I love it. A little it. shit talk started up in the uh, what is that? The swag. Yeah, yeah in the swag. That's a lot of fun. That's yeah. a lot of fun. All right, guys, let's talk. Let's talk uh, upset of the week. Where are you going, uh, Patty C? You have the first pick on the upset of the Ooh. week. Um, it could, yeah, you're going to go, I'm looking go, up and uh, down this list here. You're going to go right Tennessee to upset Ole Miss. I'm not doing that. I'm telling you where I'm going. I'm going to Norman, Oklahoma mm. where the Sooners will mm. just have come Max Duggan. out of the red river shootout and uh, feeling pretty good about themselves beating uh, Steve Sarkeesian and Lincoln Riley is very happy that he's owning yet another Texas coach. And guess what? In waltzes Gary One Patterson and Max Duggan, and they steal their lunch money. I like it. I like it. I could totally see it. Totally see it. Nick, what do you think of Patty C's upset? Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but it's possible. I like TCU this year. I'm I'm just really high on Oklahoma, so uh, fair enough. I don't see it happening. 
Uh, We're uh, gonna see if Gary Patterson can get back to where he was. Yeah, it's just been a couple years. Yeah, he's he's due for a good year. Uh, NC Nick, where are you going on your upset special here? All right, so the last couple of of weeks I've given out pretty big upsets. This one is not going to be as big, but I like Arkansas to knock off Auburn. I think they're at at least a field goal dog, maybe more. Yeah, kind of depends on you know the the season there, but yeah, I like the Razorbacks at home against Auburn. I nice. like it. I nice. like it. Well, you know, it wouldn't be this this show without Big Twelve Colby here. All right, <laughs> Manhattan, Kansas. I already hit on this. Although, man, the Missouri A and M game cries out to me too. But actually, you know what? I'll stay. You know, I'm just going to slide over from Manhattan, Kansas, to uh, Col- Columbia, road. Missouri. There we go. And I'm going to take the Missouri Tigers. So no, no big 12 Colby here. SEC Colby. We Tigers. Missouri big 12 Colby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Missouri pulls off the upset beats a and M both formerly and beats them by double digits. Wow. Beats them by double digits. Eli Drinkwitz. Yes. Eli Drinkwitz makes a statement. So you're saying they're seven and oh after this game, I'm saying they're undefeated in the sec East. Wow. (laughs) I don't know if they, you know what game I, I smells like a trap to me is that BC game. I could see BC like somehow finding a way. Yeah. Halfley's doing a good job. Or there. or at Kentucky. Well, yeah, but then they wouldn't be in first place in the SEC East. But I, I, I could see that too. But uh give me the Missouri Tigers in the upset in in Columbia. I love it. Um all right, guys. Now now we go to what is your what the what is this this next uh, segment is brought to you by our our guy Lou Holtz. This is the Lou Holtz, you know, what the fuck game of the week. This is the Lou Holtz. Well, well, I don't get a brain man cold, but game of the week. Where are we going here for the, what the fuck? Why is this game scheduled and why should they not have cameras there? <laughs> well, I want to throw in one bonus um, uh, upset game of the week that I should have mentioned. Probably what's that? That is army going to Wisconsin. Uh, going to Madison, yeah, Wisconsin. I thought you were going to go there. Keep your eye on that one guys. And mm. I just want to say that so that I could say that I called it. Um, Week seven. Here. So, so you're picking the worst. The what worst. the fuck game of the week? I see that you have a couple candidates here, but I kind of want to see if there's anything else. No, it looks like you pretty much got them all here. Um, <laughs> it's not a horrible week. No, for, for as far as like bad, really bad games that they shouldn't televise, and maybe you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm curious what you're gonna pick because I'm hoping my pick will be there, but uh, you have the top pick. The floor is yours. It's not a terrible week. There's a, there's a Don't lot. Don't hesitate. All right. It's, it's tough to go three here. Cause I think there's two. Yeah. I'm going to take the obvious one. Okay. Yale at UConn. <laughs> uh, anytime I, UConn's I, playing a football it, game, wouldn't it be great if Yale won this? <laughs> I would love it. I would love just that. for UConn being such pussies last year. Right? Yeah. Well, and New York times giving them the best foot, the, the national champion of the year. For not for, for not playing. Uh, what a bunch of pieces of shit. God, I hate I, it. Uh, then again, the Ivy League as a whole. That's true. Did this is the Pussy Bowl. The this Pussy is, Bowl. This is the Pussy, pussy Bowl. Bowl 2021. We, had, oh, we need to we need to crown that guys. The Pussy Bowl. <laughs> huh, the Pussy Bowl sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. Yeah, sound like I want to go there. The Bitch Bowl. This is the Bitch Bowl. Yeah, the Bitch Bowl. There you go. There you go. Give me tickets to the Pussy Bowl anytime. <laughs> This game, uh, yeah, I mean, I ESPN Plus will have this one on, I'm sure. Um, 
All right, Nick, your pick for the what the the the. Well, well, I don't get. I got to bring cold, but the Lou Holtz game of the week. Where are you going? All right. Well, these two schools were a combined zero and eleven last year, and that is uh, Bowling Green at Northern Illinois. <laughs> nice. Zero <laughs> and eleven. See, this is why Pat is a Mac hater. <laughs> <laughs> Bowling Green when they hired Leffler, this was a rich program. I mean, they had had Dino Babers, they had had Dave Clawson and Urban Meyer. Wow, you know what I mean, like that. And then they go and get Leffler and <laughs> and and Van Gorder, and it just it's just wait, uh, they have both of them. Yeah, well, Van Gorder retired this offseason, okay. but, but he as was, was yeah. Northern Illinois. They had uh, yeah, they had Rod Carey and Dave Doran. Uh, yeah, and so I mean, just tough. I'm I'm befuddled that you could have Scott Leffler. And, and Van Gorder. And that Van dude, that's Gorder. why we made a shit ton of money fading them for the past three years. Uh, so that's a true, that is a true. Well, I don't get, that's a true Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week right there. All right. I'm going to take you to one just because it just shouldn't be. I mean, UTEP used to have a, used to have a nice program in the nineties. Uh, they, they were a good mid major. Well, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. And my guy, Skip Holtz, I'm sorry to do this to you, Skip, but he's a good coach. And that means when he hits the road to El Paso, this could be ugly. This could be ugly because UTEP is still one of these teams that I just don't trust. Give me La Tech at UTEP as my, my, my Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week? It edges out Clemson at Syracuse. Clemson at Syracuse was going to be my other play, which will probably be a throttling, but, but because Syracuse beat him that one time, I couldn't yeah. pick it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Boston college nearly did it last year. Yeah. And Duke Virginia was all on my list. It should be. <laughs> oh, <okay>. come on. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, if you're a first time listener to this, to the college experience, uh, you know, make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, the college football experience. We break down college football year round. So subscribe me, Patty C N C Nick. We handicap every single division one game. We've been doing this for five, well, this is four years. So it'll be five years when, when the uh, fall comes around, we've been over 500 each and every season, way over 500 on our locks. And we give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet over at sports podcast.com. Make sure you subscribe, go to iTunes, leave a comment, say something nice about us. And if you do, Take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I'll send you a college experience t-shirt. Got a brand new logo. What do you guys think of that logo? Right? Boom. Fire, right? Uh, hot. So we'll get you a brand new t-shirt with a new logo. You'll be looking great walking down the street. Chicks will just want to give you blowjobs and girls will just, and, and hey, the sh- girls can wear the shirts too. Guys will, will want to do certain things to you too. <laughs> there you, know? you go. Just when they see that shirt. Proceed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm at the Colby D on Twitter. Give me a follow. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give us all a follow and uh, make sure you check out the sports gambling podcast as well on Twitter at DSGP network and check out the Slack channel. I'm telling you every sport you can think of. If you want to know who's going to win the fucking uh, the next formula one race, the, the Slack channel has you covered out for everything, everything, uh, horse racing, uh, anything weird sports field, fucking hockey. You can find anything, but also <laughs> football, basketball, baseball, all that good stuff. Yeah, you're not really selling them on the Slack yeah. channel. Here. Well, no, I'm saying everything. I mean, we have, it's like a, it's like a party of DJs 
And yeah. believe it or not, when you go to the internet, you can find people that actually cover field hockey. Yeah. So I, I might have yeah. to delve into the field hockey yeah. page and see, <laughs> see what kind of nonsense they're coming so, up with there. There you go. There's a lot out there. So uh, make sure you do that guys. All right. This is the college experience way too early week seven preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we are.